Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, July the 21st. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. Matthew 18, 15 through 20. And conflict is uh, a part of life. Uh, we have disagreements. Sometimes it's disagreements within families. Um, it's disagreement within relatives and friends. Uh, it may be disagreements at the grocery store where we work, maybe in school. It may be with a, a neighbor. Uh, it can be with strangers over the telephone. We're angry about something with our bill or with the service we received or something. And um, conflict is a part of life. But we also need to pay attention to conflict resolution. How do we get past the conflict to a better place, spiritually, psychologically, and physically? Well, there are two extremes, both of which are not good. The first one is we simply eat it. It's a very bad diet. Uh, we pride ourselves and others on how cool, calm, and collected we are on the outside. But inside, uh, we're filled with uh, resentment and anger, bad feelings, and we let it build up and build up and build up. It's not good for us because we can only take so much. It's like the glass of water or the balloon that has too much air or too much water. At some point, the glass is gonna overflow and the balloon is gonna burst. And so what happens is it comes out way out of proportion to whatever the particular episode is that's in front of us now. And people say, my goodness, what got into her? Well, it's not what got into her, it's what got out of her. It's the past uh, anger and resentment and frustration that has built up over maybe many days, maybe even longer. Some people hold it in for months and years, but when it comes out, uh, it's a tsunami of uh, anger and uh, resentment. And uh, we wonder where all of that came from. Well, it came from a past of not dealing adequately with conflict. The other is to always uh, be ready to explode. We feel better. So from the slightest thing to the uh, huge hurt or slight, um, we're always ready because we don't let anyone take advantage of us. So we walk around. Um, you know, we say that a person is like a bull in a china shop. Well, there's some people who walk around with their china shops. They're always ready to just explode at the latest thing. And that causes a great deal of damage and a great deal of difficulty. And people tend to shy away from us. So conflict resolution is an important part of life as conflict is a reality of life. We, we have disagreements, opinion, 
course of action, uh, words that person said, uh, the way in which an event is interpreted, whatever it might be. There's a whole host of things. Uh, as we say, there are those things that push our buttons. Uh, certain things don't bother us, and then there are those button issues that it seems slight and small to someone else, but to us it's like don't step on that landmine because if not, there's going to be a lot of explosion and damage that's going to take place. So conflict resolution is important. And the disciples uh, get into conflict. They're arguing about something among themselves. Human beings being human beings, even disciples walking with Jesus, like in the church, uh, they have conflict, different of opinion and viewpoints. And Jesus says to his disciples and offers a very wise, wise uh, approach to conflict resolution. Jesus says, if your brother should commit some wrong against you, go and point out his fault, but keep it between the two of you, first of all. That's the first step. You don't go and spread it all over the place. You don't go gathering allies who will support you and think the other person's terrible and all wrong. Uh, you don't get people who will egg you on. These are the people who carry, carry around kerosene to throw it on a fire, somehow ignoring the fact that you're going to have a bigger fire and a lot of precious things are going to be destroyed in the process. A friendship uh, rips within a family, uh, a tense working place, conflict at school. We no longer talk to the neighbors. We avoid that person in the grocery line because we don't want to have her or him check us out. All of that sort of stuff. So Jesus says the first step is to go to that person. And it always, it always depends and is important for the manner, the tone, and the content of what we have to say. If we can not put the person on the defensive. Uh, what you did yesterday was terrible. And, well, that immediately puts the other person on the defensive. But if we can say, in that particular thing that happened yesterday, I really felt uh, hurt. I felt offended. And notice you are expressing how it struck you. It's not an attack on the other. It's a sharing of how that made you feel that that person may not have realized. They may have been insensitive or they didn't think much about it. They were thoughtless, whatever. It may have not been an intentional uh, hurt. And so you, the person says, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I, let, let me explain. And then we listen, and then it can be resolved. But Jesus says, if the person that you're talking to, you keep it contained, 
You don't let it metastasize like a cancer in which you get all other kind of people involved in the conflict. And then all you've done is spread the fire rather than contain, mitigate, and uh, mediate. Jesus says, if he listens to you, you have won your brother over. Maybe that person was unaware of it. Oh, my goodness, I, I, I didn't realize I said that. I didn't realize I said that all the time. I didn't realize that that annoys you. Uh, I didn't realize you're sensitive in that area. I, I don't want to do that. Okay, you have won your brother or sister over. If, however, here's step two, if the person does not listen to you, summon another so that every case may stand on the word of two or three witnesses. That is, you call another. Now, the another is not the town gossip, people who live in drama, people who love this kind of stuff. They love conflict. They don't know how to live if they don't have conflict. We know the types. We may be one of them. Uh, we get a person who is prudent, has good judgment, a person who really has what's best for each and every one, for myself and for the other person with whom I'm trying to call attention to something. Uh, the person hasn't picked sides. They're not an advocate. Uh, they're not trying to egg the fight on. They're trying to bring some objective perspective as much as they can. So it's a trusted person. So you get a person and uh, you, call, you, you ask them what their opinion is, uh, what they think. And uh, Jesus goes on and he says, but that may not work either. Here's step three. If he ignores even the church, you refer to the, to the whole community. Maybe it's a whole family issue. Maybe it's a work or school issue, etc. You've tried the one-on-one. -on -one. You've tried to get an objective person to come in and mediate. And if that doesn't work, then it has to be raised to that level of maybe it's a community issue. It's something that's affecting the community, the neighborhood, the workplace, the school, the store, whatever it is. If he ignores even the church, if the person still refuses, then that person uh, is then, you distance yourself from that person. You try to avoid those situations, yes. You avoid, not because you're weak, but because you're strong. Because we're really not meant to live in conflict. It's bad for us spiritually, psychologically, and physiologically. Uh, we, our digestive system, our respiratory system, our heart, our circulation, all of that, our blood pressure, all of that, it's not good. It's not good for us spiritually because we harbor resentment, maybe even hatred. We wish them evil. That's not good spiritually and psychologically. 
We always think the worst. We grow suspicious. We lack trust. So it's a losing proposition for everyone. And we may have lost that relationship, which was very valuable to us and important to us. So these are the steps. These are the steps that Jesus is telling the disciples, the disciples in front of him, and he's telling us and the church. We don't go and spread uh, a conflict between uh, individuals. We don't spread it around. We're not a tabloid. The latest gossip. People sell that. People consume it. And they can't wait to get on the phone and tell. Did you hear the latest? Well, the latest may not be the best. And I don't need to hear the latest of everything, especially when it's destructive rather than constructive. So Jesus is very, very wise, as you might expect, in how we deal with an everyday situation. It's not an abstract situation. It's an everyday situation that we can, uh, that we have, that we experience. Uh, it's not pleasant, but it's a reality. And so Jesus is speaking to us today about conflict resolution. And in every conflict that we have, where we believe we are speaking the truth, we believe that what we're saying is right, we always should do it with love. Love for the person. Excuse me. Love for Almighty. Excuse me. Love for Almighty God and love for that other person. Love binds up wounds and unites. And that's the real healing. That's the real resolution. The truth but always in love. May we today be wise in our conflict resolution. God bless you.